Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beachwood Kihila Sharim Metifila podcast. We continue in our discussion of Rina. Rina is the fifth language, form, or expression of Tfila. Rina, we said, is a Tfila of Shevach, of praise of Hashem. Today we begin with Otsvav, the sixth part of our discussion of the Tfila of Rina. Here, Rapinkis begins by quoting a Pasuk in Echa, Paragbet, Pasuk Yutet. He writes, Ktiv, it's written, Kumi Roni Balaila Rosh Ashmurot. So arise, cry out in the night at the beginning of the watches. Shifchi Kamayim Libech Nochach Pene Hashem. Pour out your heart like water in the presence of Hashem. Si'i Elav Kapayech Al Nefesh Ololayech Hatufim Beraav Berosh Kochutzot. And you should lift up your hands to Him for the life of your infants who are wrapped in hunger at every street corner. Okay, that is the Pasuk in Echa. Vikasha, but this is difficult. Because it would appear that Rina we would have guessed that Rina, and the way we've understood it until this point, it is a tefillah of praise of Hashem. Presumably, that comes from a place of simcha, of joy. When I give praise to Hashem, it's something which is happy. It's something that expresses my, my joy in the great praise of Hashem, his many qualities, his many actions, his characteristics, so on and so forth. If so, how is it appropriate to put in this pasuk? This pasuk is referring to crying on behalf of, you know, lifting up your hands in prayer on behalf of your infants who are wrapped in hunger. How does it make sense to say, Kumi Roni Balaila, Roni being the same Shorish as Rina, right? How could it be, you know, praise Hashem, uh, you know, a type of tefillah, a form, an expression, a language of tefillah, which presumably is one of simcha. How could that be utilized over here when we're talking about, God forbid, davening on behalf of infants who are starving? Why are we using this specific terminology? Aval be'amed, but in truth, says Rav Pinkus, he says, maybe, just maybe, this is the exact specific type of tefillah that you would want to use in a time of ra'av, of famine, vitzarot, no ra'od, and very difficult suffering and tragedy. Lo aleinu. This is the exact type of tefillah, the tefillah of rinah, the tefillah of praise of Hashem, is the tefillah that you would want to use even in these most difficult times. Kishin is giru sharei shamayim, when the gates of heavens are as if they are closed, utzrichim niftoach sharei bracha. And we have to figure out some way to open up the gates of blessing. De'in lecha poteach sharei hashba'a tovah min because, and this is important, says Rampenkis, because the best way to open up the gates of heaven, the best way to open up the gates of bracha, of blessing, is specifically through shirot v'tishbachot, specifically through these songs of praise to Hashem. Because immediately when you show a, you know, a shining countenance, when you show that you are uh, recognizing, the, uh, you are appreciating all the great things that come from above, so then what kicks in? What we've been talking about the last couple of days, this idea of Hashem that Hashem is your shadow and Hashem is going to do exactly what you do. If you are kind, if you are gracious toward Hashem, Hashem is going to be gracious toward you. And all of a sudden, the gates of bracha, of blessing, the gates of Yeshua, the gates of salvation, those will be opened. And this is a very important principle. In general, the Shekhinah is not going to 
be found. The Shekhinah is not going to dwell unless there is a place of simcha, a place of joy, a place of happiness. And any place that the Shekhinah can be found, any any place that you can find the divine essence of Hashem, that it's dwelling, there certainly will be bracha there as well, like similar to what we were talking about with the tree. When you go into the tree with the shade, there is shade automatically. You don't have to trust that the shade is going to uh, happen. You don't have to hope that the shade is going to give you shade. No, it just is a fact. So if you are near the Shekhinah, there will be bracha. But he says, But we know that the opposite is true as well. If you look at the Gemara Masachat Bavakamadav, that poverty follows the poor, meaning things are only going to get worse if people are in a bad state. So then bad things are going to follow. In a place where there's poverty, in a place where there's sadness. So then so then there could be poverty. If you look at the Gemara Masachat it says Isara. So Isara is the Malach He's the the ministering angel over Aniuta, uh, over uh, poverty. So Naval Shemei. His name is Naval. But the more in context, there the Gemara there tells us that this ministering angel pointed over poverty. He's called Naval, and he's you know the as opposed to the ministering angel over food, who's called Nakid. Again, you'd have to look at the Gemara there, who doesn't like to stay in a dirty place. This angel that's appointed over poverty. Thrives in a place that is not clean. So what's clear, says Rapinkus, is that this tefillah of Shevach, even in a time of great difficulty, uh, if we can generate that type of simcha, that happiness that allows for tefillah of Shevach, it actually is going to be incredibly effective, even, even, even in a situation of, you know, infants, lo alenu, starving, right? There we would say, kumi roni balayla, get up, arise, and sing these songs of praise in the middle of the night, in the middle of the darkness, in the middle of the difficulties.